in the build up for War Games, <laughs> brought out Undisputed Era to beat up uh, McAvee's team. Yeah. But then he does McAfee. the promo. McAfee. McAfee. I caught you. Right there. <laughs> you just said McAfee. And last week, you tried yeah. blaming this on Jay. You fucking yeah, wrong you man. Fuck. <laughs> you BDSM bastard. Fucking McAfee. <laughs> this match is really because of Cole McCaffrey. So it's like... Shena- McCaffrey. <laughs> right. McCaff one, two, three. You're like William Regal, who couldn't say Umaga. It was just constantly yeah. Umanga, and you cannot say McAfee. <laughs> you cannot say Pat McAfee. It's either McAfee or McAfee. It's, Mac- yeah. McCaffrey. Maca- <laughs> McAfee. That's not, no, you listen, you listen to commentary again. It's McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Hello everybody, welcome back to Three Men, One Fall. You're joining us this time around for the NXT War Games. War Games. War Games. War Games. So, I mean, this was NXT's last show of the year, and uh, it was a hell of a show. We'll break that all down for you as we go along. First and foremost, though, you might be wondering to yourselves, were Three Men, One Fall, who the fuck are the Three Men? Well, I'm Jay. I'm Ash. No, I'm Russ. Thanks again for joining us. If it's your first time, where do you think they've been? Oh, they must have been hiding under a rock because we've been exposed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that kind of exposed, is it? We've been everywhere. Before we jump into the review, we need to uh, announce the winners. So um, we gave the predictions on the weekly roll-up last week. And uh, we have a joint winner this week Ooh. with Ashley and myself. Four out of five picks. Most. Jay came in just behind at three out of five picks. But Right, well, I'll be off then. See you later. <laughs> However, in a shocking twist, which we will get to, Jay got one right that we both got wrong. But we'll get to that, I think. We'll get to it. Jay's leading ah. us through NXT War Games. Jay, this was the first one you watched in, like, what, two years? What did you make of it? Um, well, it's the first NXT pay-per-view I've watched in a hell of a long time, yeah. It's, um, I had to watch it because it's war games, innit? I mean, they're always good. I won't be watching the last war games, so, uh, yeah, I thought I'd get on this one. And I, it didn't disappoint me, really. It was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it was what I expected, really, because war games is always good. How do you think it stacks up against maybe some of the others? <laughs> it's a tough one, really, because... The last War Games match, like, it set the bar really high. So it, you know, had a lot of, it had big shoes to fill, really. But it was good. It, it was a good, it, it was a good couple of War Games matches. 
Yeah. Uh, there, was a, there was a few little bits in there that sort of tied in with other little things that were going on, which was nice. But yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did enjoy it. Any show that has Black Sabbath war pigs is good enough for me. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was. I wanted to I talk to you guys off, uh, about that because I thought that intro was so good. Hearing War Pigs and Ozzy and like when the cages were lowering as well and they had that kind of like the pyro like in the corners. It just that looked really, cool. yeah, it looked awesome, didn't it? Like it was just such a cool opening. I thought it looked really good. NXT's got it down, I tell you. Even during pandemic, they've nailed it. It's uh, Triple H, that's why. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. You cannot fault the man there. No. So pre-show? Well, there wasn't a pre-show, I don't think. Was but it- there was one. There was one dark match, but I, I don't know what it was. But it, I don't think it was anything special. Do they still mm. do? Because they used to do for takeovers that um, instead of having a pre-show, they just recorded like the next week's episode of NXT, didn't they? Yeah, but they don't do that because I think because of it being live. Unless oh, it, yeah. If it was a pre-tape show, I would have thought they would have done it, but nah. What's the point of doing a dark match though when there's no audience? Like I know there was an audience and it's like selected fans, but what's the point in a dark yeah, match if you're not going to air it? That's, yeah, it did seem a bit pointless to me as well, to be honest with you, because it's just you know maybe it was just to fill the time. Maybe I, you know I've got no idea really, but I, maybe. I would have thought you know maybe it was just you know a warm up or to get the crowd going, just you know something to fill the time before the actual event. I, I don't know. Do you think there was on the the screens that are in the on the um, what for paying have- the people paying to watch over the from home? Yeah, do you think they have? Do you think they watch it? Because that's well, the only reason I think they could do it. I, w- yeah. I would have thought so. I would have thought so. Yeah, because it. I mean, they're paying obviously to watch it from home, but it's like you're there. So I would have thought that you know anything that would have been shown before it was on camera would have been shown to them. Well, at least that's what I'd be paying my money for anyway. If I, you know, I'd want to see everything like it. Like I would if I was actually there. Yeah. So. No, but that make more sense if they if they did broadcast it to them. Yeah. Just, do we, anyone know what the match was? Um, uh, Legado del Fantasma against some jobbers. It looks like okay. Well, I'm guessing he so, picked so up the win. Yes, yeah, the cruiserweight champion and his um team. Nice, but they won. Nice. Well, without further ado, should we jump in then? Yeah, why not? Let's jump in. Let's go to fucking war. All right then. So, got the first match uh, opening with a war game. So it's uh, Team Candice versus Team Shotzi. So uh, Team Candice. Consisted of Candice LeRae being the leader, obviously. Dakota Kai, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. And uh, Team Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart being the leader. Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai, which is the NXT Women's Champion. Hell of a match, this one. For me, I thought it was match of the night. I'd, I'd say that's a perfectly valid opinion to have, to be honest with you. We'll just go straight in there. <laughs> I mean, the, the, uh, the male one was great, but yeah, the female one... It, it, yeah, it was really good. It was a good opener, and it was it set the bar. It was a really good match, and yeah, I think it was match of the night. I know. Just peaked, just peaked over the male one. I think I know where you liked it because they used a hammer. Wow, yeah, you go, you see. <laughs> <laughs> good storytelling in this match, I think, as well, wasn't there? It wasn't yeah. just a big. That's what I like about these war games matches. They still tell really good story. It's not just body on body everywhere. No, yeah. like, it's, like that's tell... the way Ashley likes it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Well, Mr. BDSM over here. <laughs> <laughs> Intro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know who that woman was that came out sort of halfway through. In... Oh, Indy Hartwell. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've got no idea, mate. Uh, she's been aligned with, th- th- with Candice and Johnny Guy uh, for about a month or so now. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but that was good because it, it still gave them uh, the edge. Yeah. Because they had that extra person. And then obviously, I liked the whole keeping EO out. That was... Like, she was the champion going in and they treated her as though she would was a legit threat yeah and yeah it was it was really good how about the spot guys do you know which one i'm talking come on i've just said Io Shirai. you know what i'm going with here well before we get into that though i just want to say that i did like the the way that obviously um they went for a pinfall but the ref was like no because obviously the match hadn't properly started well quote yeah. unquote started yeah. because obviously that wasn't all in so i think you know that was good that was a really good thing to do because you know a lot of a lot of refs quite, no i'm not shitting on refs but a lot of refs do fucking botch things up like that so well can I, well it's, it's weird they did that after last year when um tegan knox got taken out so the match technically shouldn't have started well i didn't see it so i can't comment on that but but i like i like the uh, way that she came in the ring eo yeah, I was a bit. If I kind of wish that everyone moved out of the way, but that would have been a bit too dangerous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could you imagine that if that happened? Though, what about yeah. the way Shotzi came out then with that little tank thing? Oh, the entrance was phenomenal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was all right. I thought it was a bit gimmicky, but you know, for what it was, it was all right. Shotzi's a really interesting character. I like that, and the tank think- had a bit of progression because she, like the old tank, got absolutely mullered. So she came out with that new and improved one. It kind of well, reminded me a little bit of the Vanguard stuff, you know, yeah. with Hardy and... Well, this is the first time I've actually seen her wrestle properly, really, because obviously she came in when I wasn't watching it. So, I mean, I, I knew she was anyway, you know, I've heard of her. But yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really... This this is this would have been the first time I'd really seen her actually wrestling in NXT. So, yeah, good, good. I, I can see big things for Shotzi, I think, in the next Shotzi! few years. Shotzi. Um, <laughs> I got a thing. I got a story about her. Oh, go uh, on then. <laughs> she will. You have to pay her five dollars. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, of course he bloody knows. No, it's, it's not. It's not oh, OnlyFans. It's for pictures of her shit. What? <laughs> that cannot <laughs> be true. It's legit. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> How the hell do you know about that then, eh? If you went uh, diving uh, in, eh? It's been on the internet for about a month. How would oh, you know? Mate. I bet you was the first one to see it, weren't you? <laughs> I tell you what, do you guys remember that website back in the day, ratemypoo.com? Yes. You'd be gutted if you put your pictures on that and you didn't make $5 now, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, honestly. I don't know why. I'm actually a bit speechless, to be honest, Ashley, with that one. Ashley. Mate, come on! No, let's talk about it now. How the fuck do you know about that? It came up on the. It came up on a Jim Cornette. uh, Why is it always you that brings this shit (laughs) to the podcast? Why are you the one that knows it? You have to look at. You have to look up who was in the dark match for this show because you didn't know it. But you can straight away. We say Shotzi, yeah, hell of a talent, come out on a tank, yeah, interesting character, yeah, she sells pictures of her shits. Come on, yeah, mate. Yeah. Fuck me. That's not the only this thing. Is, on, is, that's not the only it, thing on the internet about her. This is the standard that you oh, know, we're actually up to. So I mean, I want to know more now. I mean, we've yeah. come this. We've come this far. We might as well go. Bit the end. review off. Here we go. Let's just talk about <laughs> Shotzi's shit. There is a, a video of her <laughs> being naked. <laughs> I knew I was gonna. I, I know I was gonna mention it anyway. So I thought, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Come on, then carry on, then. Ash. What's your next bit of news? No, I was just going to say there's a video of her naked, but it's censored, so it's fine. 
Anyway, <laughs> right. Let's move away from Shotzi's pictures. I wouldn't and... be surprised if she'd made an own Instagram account for her shit. <laughs> Shotzi shit. <laughs> Shitzygram. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, five dollars. Right, okay. Now, yeah, I mean, back, like, back to the matching hand. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I, that's thrown me through a loop here. I don't know what we're doing now. I was saying about binning the review off, but I mean, I'm trying oh. to bring it back to binning and um, a, the legitimate bin dive we saw. Yes, that was interesting. I'm, I'm, I, I, it was really, really good. Like I said, it would it been weird to see if they everyone left her alone, but. Good catch from everyone that was that was involved. Jesus, yeah. Last year she did a moonsault for the top. This year she did a bin drop. Just an, that's all right though. An actual bin yeah. dive, wasn't it? She, I just love yeah, the way when she pulled it stuff. over her head and she was just pulling that like goofy little smile. Yeah. I thought oh, that's great. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, it was really really good. Did we say who we thought was going to do a dive? Well, I said in the men's one, but I don't think I said anything about the women's. I think you said you you thought it might be Dakota Kai. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, well, I was wrong, wasn't I? And I said, <laughs> and well, we didn't really say a legitimate pick, did we? Because we just sort of yeah. joked about Ember Moon doing a finisher off the top, which she didn't do. However, she still managed to nearly break a tailbone. Well, yeah. At least it looks that, that way. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's in a good spot, though. Was it on? Who was it on to? Was that? It was uh, on to. It was. I think it was on sure, Candice, or it might have been on Raquel. I don't, I can't remember. All I remember was she landed really awkwardly on that chair. Yeah, yeah, really look awkwardly. Good. Yeah. It, it 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 did look sick, but honestly, it looked like it hurt her more than it hurt the rest of them. Absolutely, or yeah. Hurt the opponent, whoever I, it was. I can't I remember. Like, yeah, I like the tease of them with um, Rhea Ripley and um, Raquel Gonzalez. Which yeah, that was good. Mm. That that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. Uh, well, th- this match though, this is where um, Jay, you took your first L of the night. Yeah. We went for Team Candice, <laughs> got the pick. Ash, you even got the finish right. Uh, yeah, I I didn't think it was gonna be. I didn't think it was gonna be that finish, but I I thought it'd been pushing Raquel really strong because she's just massive. for people that haven't actually seen the match. Let's yeah, uh, you, you can care to elaborate on the finish if you want, Ashley. Well, it was a um, one-armed power bomb on EO through the between the the ring, and it was through a. Two ladders, was it two ladders, weren't it? I think it was one ladder, was it? I I think it was just the one ladder, yeah. I know know there was two ladders out there. Oh, yeah, there was definitely two, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was was good, it was good. Sick finish, yeah, and then she gets a pinfall, and that's the end of that. Yeah, Yeah, they're setting her to be quite the most. Team Candice took up up the win. Yep. It's just a well, one spot we should mention was when Shotzi did the dive off the ladder onto Candice with the chairs, which... Unfortunately, I'm not sure if it's. I don't know if it has, but it looked like she had broke her arm. She has injured Candace. her arm afterwards. Yeah, it's been reported. So three injuries coming into the sh- well, coming out oh. of the show. So Candice has definitely suffered an arm injury. I don't know though. I, d- I don't know if it's broken or not because um, I think the earlier reports were that none of the injuries were set to sideline them or cause them to miss any TV time. So I don't know mm. if it's broke. I mean, if it's broken, I'd imagine she, she- would be missing TV time. She had a cast on uh, TV, but she didn't wrestle, so I don't know mm. what that means. Yeah. Maybe just give it time to heal. No point going out there and aggravating it, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just absolutely really, this was a really stellar match, this was. Yeah. 
No wonder it's your match of the night, mate. Yeah, so um, Russ and Asher won their predictions on that one and I, I took up the, the loss on that. But it's all good, though, because uh, as we said, I got one right that no one else did, so... <laughs> Stay tuned <laughs> for that one. What are we giving this, then? Yeah. He wants to go first. <laughs> no one's thought about that, have they? <laughs> well, I'll give, it a, I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four out of five. Yeah. Uh, 3.75. No. I was going right, to go for that, but I thought, you know, just because of, you know, the way it was and what was in it and that, I'll give it a four. Right team, Ron. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'd give, well, I'm going to go for gold. He's going for gold. Go for gold. <laughs> it was gold. gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, mate. So, um, getting on to the, the second match of the night then. So it was, um, Tommaso Ciampa um, versus Timothy Thatcher. Pretty enjoyed this Just match. Just a standard mm. singles match. Standard singles match. Uh, 16 minutes, 46 seconds long. Uh, just to reiterate on the match before, the, the first War Games match was 35 minutes. Yeah, it, it felt a bit longer, actually. But... Yeah, it did, yeah. But yeah, this one was uh, 16 minutes. So, you know, pretty average time. Decent. Wasn't yeah, a bad this, match, really. I thought this it was, was decent. Good. It's old school, isn't it? Like Timothy yeah. he, he, Thatcher's got that kind of, like we said before, he's very ca- he's catch as catch can. Obviously, they sit on the commentary as well. That's kind of his, his gig, isn't it? So, it's, I mean, it's coming good. into it for me though, I've I've got no idea who Timothy Thatcher even is. So, but we, it's, you know, it's all new for me, really. But what did you think of him? Mm. Good. He was good. I mean, as you said, you know, you could see he was proper old school in that, which is good. It is, you know, he's really good talent. It's awesome. The only thing that I... It's not a criticism of him. I just think that that catches catch can style and only that... I'm not saying you should flip about here, there and everywhere. Like, the wrestling is is really important, but I just don't think that style on its own draws money. Yeah. It was a really, really physical match, though. You could see, you know, there was a lot of fucking hard shots in there, which, yeah. you know, it was good. Well, it was really good. I think he went, he went up against the right person as well, because... Champa, you know, he can be a real vicious son of a bitch as well. So, well, you know, I think that was quite good for Champa as well because he he's given his neck a little bit of a break. Yeah, <laughs> um, not in that sense, obviously, but yeah, it, it's they did mention that on commentary though about how the, how many injuries the guys had in the last couple of years. Yeah, so many, yeah. It's one after another. It, it seems it feels like Champa's always sidelined for at least half a year, like yeah, every no. year. It's so it's literally it's like he's got the curse of NXT. Isn't he? It's just like. Yeah. Um, it's just like Kenta Ed when he was in it. It's just, it's just, it just. I know it's it's, frustrating. it's just, it's just unlucky. I know it's just one of them things, but it's just he's had such a bad, well, not a bad run, but it's just it, when it comes to injuries, he's had such a bad time with it, and he really, yeah, <laughs> he it's, it's much terrible. Love. You just know as well that that's that would have ruined, well, not ruined, but it, it certainly would have put like forks in the road for any kind of potential run. He well, would yeah. be yeah. having on the main roster. Yeah, again, and that's unfortunate as well because he could make it there. He doesn't he want could, it though. But no, no, and that's fine. Champ is my favourite in NXT by far. You know, and that's not yeah. saying anything bad against anyone else. But Champa is number one. He's great. I mean, you know, I've I've liked him ever since he debuted. He's you know he's really good. I mean, obviously when he came out of DIY and he went solo, he, you know when he he was off for a bit and then he came back jacked as fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, but he's, yeah, he's always been great. He's always been really good. So, champion number one. I think one. I liked the match. 
Champion number, number one. Yeah. One. Highlight of this match for me was that big vein <laughs> that kept pumping out of, of Champa's head. Uh, every yeah. time he was on the mat and he was like in some sort of like headlock or side headlock or sleep or anything, there was that huge vein distracting me on his head. <laughs> At least it didn't burst like uh, Thatcher's ear. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, that oh, was. Uh, yeah, that was that. Yeah, that looks a bit grim. That did, didn't it? Didn't it? Yeah, that was. Especially when um he had when Champa had Thatcher in the uh, bulldog choke, and you could see the blood running into Thatcher's mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the price you pay for that, that wrestling style, isn't it? That's yeah. how they all end up with their cauliflower ears and that, and they say. So, I mean, obviously, Mandy Couture's ears. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Guy looks like yeah. he belongs in the produce section. Well, <laughs> yeah. one, of, one of our old favourites. Uh, what was his name? Thompson, the MMA guy. James James Thompson. James Thompson. Yeah, yeah he's mm-hmm. had some. He's had to have a couple of fights end because his ears have been bust open. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? I mean, we're going a bit off topic now, but Ash, you'll know this. It was that it might have actually been Thompson when um, it was a. It wasn't UFC. It was a, maybe a, a Pride or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when he, I think it was Thompson. He got punched in the ear, and his ear just went. <laughs> oh, that was Kimbo Slice. Oh, was that Slice? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like the. One of the most sickest things I've ever seen. His ear literally just his his ear just went. Poof. Yeah, Oof. and it, yeah, it was disgusting. And man. It, the referee stopped the fight, and Thompson's like, not screaming at the guy, but he looks really upset. But yeah, yeah, still, still being. I was going to say if if it was Kimbo's ear that exploded, but I've, it's all clicked in for me now. But I, what I was going to say, I mean, for the guys listening, obviously, we hope you've checked out um, episode thirteen, uh, uploaded not too long ago. We we've just just having a chat about the most gruesome wrestling, uh, gruesome injuries in wrestling. Mm. Um, maybe one day in the future, we'll have to do some of the most gruesome injuries from MMA. What do you reckon? <laughs> there's a, there's that a could lot. be a long old list, that one. <laughs> That'll be a three-parter, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah. yeah. There is anyway, a, there I, there I, is a I, lot, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess back to the, the, the match then. I don't really know what else to really say. It was just really, there wasn't any big stand-up spots, was there? Like, no, but that, it, it was didn't a wrestling need match. No. no, that's what I thought. It was just, you know, sort of, it was just, just, yeah, just, just, just good all the way through, really. <laughs> it's second it match had, of the night as well, isn't it? Yeah. It had the feel of Walter Dragunov, but not as hard hitting. Nowhere mm. near as hard hitting. That was brutal. Have you watched it yet? <laughs> I've seen it. I watched it. I, have, um, I, haven't, I still haven't watched it oh, yet. Oh, mate, mate, treat yourself and watch it. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. You um, get that on tonight. Yeah, you and should do. I will do. I will. I'll, I'll get on it. I'll definitely get on it tonight. It's uh, fucking what, great. One thing I'd like to mention is Timmy Thatcher's got some great uh, facials whenever he gets hit. Yes. You know, <laughs> I was going to mention about his faces, but I thought, I don't know. But yeah, it, 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 yeah he, he, he definitely knows how to pull a face, that bloke. Yeah. He's, he's definitely got it. Have you, do you know what JR has said about Malenko? I think it's something about, he calls it like the Dean Malenko syndrome or something like that. It's something like that. But basically, it's a guy that's an amazing wrestler but has like no facial expression. Mm. Mm. Right? And that is what, if, if Thatcher at least didn't have the facial expressions that he does when he's in the match, because it helps because he's got like missing teeth and stuff like that as well, doesn't it? So like yeah. it becomes really animated. If he didn't have that, then yeah, it would. I don't think you'd get really any marketability out of him. And which is a massive shame because that wrestler, like hell of a wrestler, but like I say, I mean, I just main roster. I can't see it. And if I do, if yeah. he does, yeah. he's going to be booked to be like a comedy act. 
that's why I think he should just stay where he is because it just suits him there, doesn't it? I don't. Think... He's a much better fit for NXT. Yeah. Mm. Get him and Gulak. That's a match I want to see. Oh, that'll, that'll be, be a hell of a match. Yeah. So um, yeah, Tommaso Champa picks up the win. Yeah. If you want to elaborate on the on the on the finish, actually, it was the Reaping Bell DDT, weren't it? Yeah, and then a really really nice cover. JR and yeah. Shivani, AEW commentators would have been well happy with that. They wouldn't have shot on that <laughs> pinfall, would they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good cover. Um, did the right person win, do you reckon? Yeah, I uh, think so. I think so. I think so. But yeah. what is there left for Champa to do apart from maybe shine for the title again? Because he ain't going to go for Gargano again. No, no, I don't think so. That storyline was one of the he, best ever, but I don't really want to see it again now because they they no. did it again, obviously with the roles switched and heel and face mm. switched. But yeah, I think it's kind of it's ran its course that one. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it does look like we'll well, I suppose we'll come to it in a second after this match. But obviously, I guess we got a little bit of a glimpse of what might be happening with Balor after this. But yeah, mm. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like Champa was the right person to win in, in this instance. Um, obviously. Also got the prediction right, so I'll take the I'll take the two and zero on that so far in the night. Um, well, this is my this is my first prediction that was that I took the win on. So I think we all got this one actually, didn't we? We all said. Champa. I want to say yes, but I... <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all said Champa. So that's a big green tick for everybody on that one. I, I did like the fact after the match they did kind of look at each other, kind of respectingly, and kind of like it is saying over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good little. Yeah, it was a good nod that. I think Thatcher's look was more of, you know, I'm going to get you again. So I, I think that's yeah. probably got more in the tank. I reckon they'll probably go yeah, again. absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, I'm going to give it a three just because, like, it was a good match. But, you know, as you said, um, there wasn't really anything standout. But it was, you know, it was just a good match all the way through. So it's just a three from me. Average match. Good thing. Good match. Can't really say anything more about it. Uh, I go for three as well. But for basically the same reasons. I, I, exactly the same as you guys. I'm just going to give it a Gilver because I, I really like that style of wrestling. <laughs> it's always like, like, Gilver's a real thing now. We've got to just appreciate the fact that that's over between comment all three if, of us. Comment if Gilver's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. you're out there and you're listening, hashtag Gilver. <laughs> hashtag Gilver me. Come on, guys. Like, Let's just get on the Gilver. We're on the trophy system. We're all there. We're going to turn Meltzer. We're going to turn the world. Trophies are the only way to rate wrestling anymore because people hate stars. So <laughs> it's oh, it's all about trophies, <laughs> yeah. and then you mold, you got to meld them together. That's what you do. Yeah, no, it's great, and I love that style of wrestling. But I just, you know, um, it's second match of the night, so it's it's never going to be the big, you know, the biggest match of the night. Really, you're in a tough spot, and you know, it's between two war games matches: one to start the show and one to end it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it was good. It was a nice, cool. Hard-hitting match, good moves, right person won, gave me another point. Fucking get it there. So if you didn't get the point, it'd be less. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> of course it fucking would be. <laughs> Jay, before we go to the next match, should we mention the Balor segment? Yeah, we can do. Because that was, this seemed really heelish. Like, oh, yeah, well, when you're all done playing your war games, let's get back to what matters pretty much. And it's, you know, it's Balor. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the prince. So And it had a bit of it on uh, TV but we'll we'll probably get to that at the roll-up. Absolutely. I think also, I don't know if it was after this match or not, but then we had the Crow. Yeah, that was something. I didn't really Carrying... understand it, to be honest, but um, yeah, we'll go into it. Carrion Cross, I think. It is. His return's imminent. Uh, do you want me to mention it now? or 
What was it? Something that happened on NXT? Yeah. The following taping? Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, we go for it. Uh, he returned. Oh, nice. And he's looking to be in a feud with a person we'll talk about in a minute. Oh, okay. So it's not, I mean, he hasn't gone up to, uh, against Balor? Not yet, no. But him and Scarlett yeah, have that's returned. Kind of strange. Okay. All right. I bet, I'll, I'll well, bet we'll you was happy then. about that, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all is yeah. now right. Well, honestly, honestly, though, I think we all are, to be honest. <laughs> He's interesting. And so is she. Yep. No, good yeah. pairing. I really like the pair. Yeah. So the next match of the night then was a strap match between Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes, the bastard. <laughs> yeah, you're not a fan, are you? I ain't. I really, really ain't. So but is this the-, the first time you've ever seen him? Yes. But on the flip side, I really am a fan of Dexter Loomis. He's great, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. No. I was really, really impressed by Dexter Loomis, yeah. He's got, a re- he's got a really good, yeah, he's got a really good look and a really good thing going. How would you describe him, Dexter? <laughs> hmm. Well, well. When I when I saw him, my first impression—I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing—my first impression was like an SS soldier. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he's a bit of a psycho, isn't he? Well, it's almost like because I know that obviously Dexter, then the series Dexter, and I think they draw some parallels to that. But then it's like the art and stuff as well. Like he does like cutting promos with his art. Mm. That I really love that because that's so original and so different. Um, he's really really good. It's just, they're doing some really interesting things with him. And I remember him... I remember him a long time ago. Um, he'd come out like with the apron on and stuff like that. But I thought the gimmick was more of like a mechanic type thing. Was that... Or have I just fucking made that up? Because I swear it was like a couple of years ago, it was more of like a mechanic gimmick. As opposed to like the... Um, sort of strange, like artistic psychopath that he is now. I don't remember that. I've actually got no clue. I really don't know. I may have completely made that up, so apologies. Uh, you guys can start off with the match, and I'm going to have a look and see how much of a fucking idiot uh, well, I am I just, while you talk. I, I remember his TNA run, but I didn't know he, he'd been wrestling for as long as he had done. How long's he been going? Uh, 10 years? Maybe more? 2007, is it? That's crazy, man. He's 36. Yeah, because I, I'd, I'd, never, I'd never really heard of him before, to be honest, so... But yeah, he's really, really good. Um, but in regards to the match, um, it was good. I, I did enjoy it. There was a f- few really good spots in it as well. And I'm just so glad that uh, Dexter Lee was picked up the win as well because I just, oh, don't even get me started. I just cannot stand that Cameron Grimes. Everything about him annoys me. Everything. It's almost like he's a there's heel, not one isn't redeeming- he? No, I mean, but there's not one redeeming factor there for me. It's just... He's just annoying. Yeah, his look, mate, that's his, his job outfit. though, isn't it? That's his job. He's doing his job, mate. Wow. I, just, I, just, I genuinely just don't like him though. Not even just from a heel standpoint, but I, just, I, just, I do not like the guy. <laughs> I just the, don't like him. The gimmick's another one of those. It's kind of like, well, I say kind of like, it's not not really, but like Timothy Thatcher's gimmick is that his, his wrestling is his thing. But then like you get someone like Grimes and it's, it's the cowboy thing. And I just don't think that's... I just think it's really hard to get that over mm. now. Like, it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't really feel like it translates that well. Hangman Adam Page, it works. He's um, a poor man's page. Poor man's page. Mm. James Storm, it works. Um, you go back into like the 80s and stuff like that, it worked for all of them because of course yeah. it did back then. I just, I don't know. Yeah. 
it works for him. And the name Grimes, he is kind of grimy, I suppose. You know, Cameron the bastard. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't find him overly like. I'm not overly invested in the character. Um, don't like it. I just don't like anything. I don't like his look. I don't like his gimmick. I don't like nothing. Moose. <laughs> I, I don't think Grimes is. With, with that, <laughs> I, d- I think with his current gimmick, there's your one per episode. <laughs> I, c- I can't see that. I, I can't see that he's going to get anywhere, um, or at least any further than kind of enhancement talent for the mid card to help them along their way. With that current gimmick, I think you know that's not to say he hasn't got something else in him, but that I just can't see that really going any further. This was almost like a no brainer, really, that Loomis was going to win, and especially Ash. After you called what type of setup it would be, depending on on how the strap would be, would be how you know determine who would win. Yeah, I don't know if that counts as a victory though, does it? Really? Count? Well, technically, you did. You, to be fair, I don't know. Me and Jay can be the judge of this then. So, He's Jay, if you remember no. then. Ash said, "Well, yeah, but you probably deserve it. You've been fucking ripping him loads." <laughs> so, Ash said in the last episode that if the strap uh, match meant that they would be strapped to the corner. The heel would win that, so that would the win would go to Grimes. But if they were strapped together, which they were, then Loomis was going to pick up the win. So do we give him the point on that, on the basis that he did lay them both out clearly, or do we not give him the point on that because he's got a really big nose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm feeling generous. I think I'll give him the point. Yeah, you need it. It's Christmas. Uh, no, it's not. Well, that's what I mean. You know, you've got to... You got it's all good vibes in it, so I'll give him the point, I suppose. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the actual match, though, Jay? Like, I know you don't like the character, but what did you think, like, to the actual match? Well, I was just really concentrating on Dexter Loomis, to be honest. But um, yeah, it was it was a good match. It was a really, really good match. I ain't seen a strap match for years. Not like a proper old school strap match like that. Like, it was really good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the right person won. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I just wanted to slide in real quick with this one. So this mechanic thing, I've made it up. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> typical. I've just, I've, I've just worked it out. He looks like, and, and this is, it's all coming together. Jay said he looks like someone from the SS. I said mechanic. Put it all together, and you've got the Nazi mechanic from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> That's him. That is him. That's the bloke. That is actually him. Google it. No, Google it. Actually, now that you've said that, he actually does really, really look like that guy. It is. I'm going to find him now, right? I'm going to show you. I swear to you. He genuinely does, though. Now that you've said that, he he genuinely does. I think the only difference is that he don't get his head caught in an aeroplane blade. Hopefully not. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, honestly, though, he really, really does look like that guy. For anyone listening, if you haven't seen Indiana Jones, um, Ready to the Lost Ark, Watch that, and there's a fight scene where Harrison Ford and a uh, Dexter Loomis lookalike is fighting under a plane. Um, he really does look like the guy. <laughs> uh, I'll tell he you, is. Well, he's, so- he's obviously the, the actor's bold in the yeah. film, but yeah. Well, with that picture, I'd say blonde Bronson. Blonde, <laughs> blonde Bronson. Why have you got to go in? We've already pieced it together, and it was perfect. Why have you got to fly in there with blonde Bronson? <laughs> Tom Addy, that's well, why. Blonde Bronson picked up the win here. Blonde Bronson. <laughs> like Jay said, I think it was the right person that won that. And we all, so we all got it right then. We're letting Ashley have a point on that because we're generous folk. Um, but what about rating? Well, before we do that, do you want to um, recap on the finish, Ashley? 
Might as well out. Might as well as soon as you've done the rest of them. <laughs> um, to be honest, it's the match I forgot the most. You fucking idiot! So I'll give you one job, and you can't even fucking follow it through. I know, I know, I know. It's a mission, but that's about. What yeah. So basically, he um, he wrapped the strap round his face and then sort of choked him out. Yeah, and it was like wrapped around his legs and that as well, wasn't yeah. it? So yeah, he was. It was yeah, good. It was good. I, to be honest, though, to be fair to Ash, I only really remember the start when um, Grimes was insisting that they use his strap and. Yeah, even though like, you've got, got a problem with that, and Grimes, uh, Loomis is just sort of staring at him with that kind of, you know, the murder stare. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you have a problem? I don't think he has a problem. <laughs> just no. <kill> him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got to you've got to wrap it up because guy's going to be due back on set in a minute to uh, to do his role in Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but as a rating wise, I give it a, a good three point seven five. <sighs> I'm, he's going he, he, he's trying to think of a way to merge bronze and silver together, isn't he? <laughs> to be honest, this is my lowest Real rating. Fair. This is my <laughs> this is my lowest rating of two point seven five. Like I said before, I'm not a big fan of strap matches. It was okay, but it, I'll I tell you what we're gonna do one day, Ash. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna sit you down, and we're gonna watch all different strap matches, guys. If you've got any recommendations <laughs> for strap matches that Ash needs to watch then please let us know and we will make sure that Ash watches them and reviews them. But, but please keep it please keep it wrestling related and not BDSM. No, no, send me what you want. It'd <laughs> <laughs> probably get more enjoyment out of the BDSM ones though. He Googles pictures of people's shit, so to be honest with you, he could do with a fucking good strap in, couldn't he? <laughs> I, I told you I before, know. I am waiting. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I think you've called mine for me. I, I think it it was sort of a brilver. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was a bit of a brilver for me. Yeah, because it is good, but um, yeah, I don't know. Just I think Loomis shone the most, and he was sort of the best thing about it. Uh, but it, it was a good match. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for brilver. Yeah, well, I mean, Dexter Loomis's hair looks uh, silver, and. Um... You know, Cameron Grimes' beard looks bronze, so there we are. <laughs> That's how I All do right. it. I rate the matches based on air colour. Yeah. <laughs> I give this match blonde. Okay, so yeah, coming on to the next match, and this was, this match was, it was almost, almost match of the night for me. It was, it was so up there. Clinic, wasn't it? It was so up there. So it was, um, it was a North American Championship match, triple threat, between Johnny Gargano. Uh, Damien Priest and the defending champion Leon Ruff who I was very impressed with more than I had been I think he was a standout of the match really I, I, I think he's got a hell of a career ahead of him honestly you can't deny he, he was he was he deserved to be in that in that match he deserved to be in the ring yeah with, with guys, well, let me, oh, God. well let's put it this way I'm glad he didn't win <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you well, especially glad he didn't win because this is the thing, you see. I got the fucking prediction right, didn't I? <laughs> Fair play to you, mate. Because I mean, we both a couple of mugs. We were like, "Wait, he's only just won it. He ain't gonna lose it." Which is funny well, because Gargano had only just won it when he lost it. So I guess, you know, yeah, should have just saw the the writing on the wall. But yeah, no, you absolutely know. Honestly, that. though, I mean, this is the first time I'd seen Damian Priest wrestling, and you know what? Fucking hell, man! Like I was so impressed. Like he's really fucking good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some of the kicks he can do as well, like he's really fucking good. 
Yeah. I was really, really impressed with him. He's, he's I, one of those really impressive big men, isn't he? Mm. I yeah. Don't, I don't know if I mentioned this to you both before, but I was worried he's going to be another Baron Corbin type character because he, when he was a heel, he was kind of like it. He's got that same sort of physique as well, isn't he? Yeah. You know what though? You know, you know who he reminded me of. He's got a more air. You know who he reminded me of a little bit. Just the way he is and, and that at the minute is is Roman Reigns. Um, I can see that a bit. Yeah, he, he just yeah he reminded me a little bit of Reigns, just like his attitude and that and the way you know he was talking to Ruff and just the way you know just the way he moves and he, he does remind me of Roman a little bit. Roman Corbin. That's uh, <laughs> Baron Reigns. That's, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a fucking Bond villain. Baron Reigns. It I've come actually. to kill you, Mr. Bond. No, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's very, all three of them are really impressive. Mm. I mean. I, I wasn't impressed with Leon Ruff at all. I mean, I've got to be honest with you. Really? I, you know, I, I, just, I don't think he, I don't think he belonged in the, in the ring with them too. Really? Oh my God. You're ribbing us, no, surely. I'm, no, I'm not. Honestly, Is I it- just. I don't see the fascination of the guy. It's only because honestly, of his... Honestly, no. though. Only because of who his fiance is. Yeah. It's always the fucking partner with you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, though, <laughs> I'm just not a fan. I just... I don't see what the fascination is, really. Honestly, it's, I don't. To me, it is James Ellsworth, but with talent. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say with talent, to be honest with you. It's Ooh. just, you know... It's just, he just seems to, he's just like an average guy. I didn't see anything that really impressed me. To be honest, though, he is, he has been a jobber for most of his career in WWE, and he's probably going to be like that whenever he, if he gets called up and stuff like that as an enhancement talent. But he sells well, he does his moves well. What else is there he's got to do? It's connecting with an audience, which obviously he's not doing for Jay. <laughs> well, no, not for me. I mean, he, obviously he's doing for you two, but I mean, oh, don't yeah, get, it's just not. Oh, not mate, me. don't get me wrong. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm not seeing like a main event thing, but I think oh, for, no. for that, um, for that, his spot currently on the card, I think works really well. But I, I just, I just thought he added a, a different dynamic to that match, and oh, that yeah, for I mean, me is he, what stood out. You know, but... it, what he what he did in there, you know, that what the part he was in. Obviously, did it really well, but I just you know, I think don't see anything special about the guy really. I think it's more for me like because there's no point. Well, I say there's no point, but you you can talk about Gargano all day. Everybody knows he's Johnny Wrestling. Everyone knows he's, I mean, pound for pound, arguably, and then you could argue he's one of, if not the best wrestler in the world. Right now, he's, def- he's definitely one off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I honestly feel like an argument can be made for that. But um, Damien Priest again, like really, really good oh, big man. So good man. Yeah, one of the he's best so big good. men in the world. Again, is another argument that can be made. The two of them have been having their matches on and off for some time now, and I just think that Ruff added a different kind of dynamic to it. It all pieced together well. To be honest, I, I thought Ruff was going to retain it. I'm glad that he hasn't. Um, yeah, I, I was definitely glad he hasn't. <laughs> and I think having the title back on Gargano is quite good now for Priest to then chase him again. And you yeah, because I'm, I'm hoping that's what that's where it's going to go. Here we go. Look with the finger. He's got it, his finger out. Carrying Cross is going after one of them. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Which one? Priest, Priest. Surely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that would be good. That would be that. That would be really good, though. It'd be a hell of a good time. That. Yeah. That'd be really, really good. Yeah, but the, for the match, uh, there were some spots I liked, like the razor's edge into the uh, barricade. Yeah, oh, that was so good, man. And the fact that Priest was like, I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it. 
Yeah, that was so good. Mm. Um, the Gargano escape when Priest is stuck in the ropes and the other ring. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was such a good match, man. I love that sort of stuff where they've got the two rings, but it's not war games because you can still do some cool shit with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's pretty innovative. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I guess Priest isn't going to be uh, chasing for the title then anytime soon, but fuck it. I'm all for that. That's a that sounds like it's going to be a really good program. So as we have been, Ashley, do you want to go over the uh, want to go over the finish? Yeah. Um, there was a lot of ghost faced uh, ghost faces that interfering on Gargano's behalf. Yeah. And Priest mm. once again looked awesome by doing dives onto all of them. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And then all of a sudden... Terrifying. Well, yeah. All of a sudden, we see uh, another ghost face with a pipe that whacked priests in the back. And then Gargano did the... What, what did he it do? It was the, the slingshot DDT. The slingshot... Uh, what's it called? I don't know what it's One called, final but... beat. One final beat to uh, pick up the victory and become the, the only three-time North American champion. And... Absolutely. And the ghost, ghost face. Who was the ghost face, though? Who was it? It was him, Austin. It was him <laughs> all along. It was Vince McMahon, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> it, was, it was Austin Theory, a guy who yeah. I've seen wrestle in, in, uh, in person. Yeah, he, he's, he was a, a big name in uh, Evolving Progress. Oh, I've seen people wrestle in person, friends. Oh. <laughs> well, there's another Progress. person I saw on the card. Progress, friends. Oh. Well, to be honest, though, I mean, he's seen Pete Dunne, he, so... Yeah, yeah. well... Credit where credit's due. Ashley, I've seen The Undertaker. Oh, who what, cares? On DVD? <laughs> <laughs> it oh, was Aaron. a long time ago. It was, um, <laughs> it was when they used to still call it the WrestleMania Revenge Tour. That was like... Uh, it was just after Mania 23 when he won the title off of Batista. That's how long ago that was. Yeah, you saw Ben Ra, so... Um... I did, yeah. That was the same show. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, that's um, Austin Theory. I thought... I, it's a nice little addition. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I felt I thought I saw something about him signing a long time ago. Yeah, he, but, well, he's another one of these people that were during the speaking out movement, and then he kind of disappeared for a bit. He actually appeared at Mania. Oh, in what capacity was that? Uh, he was in a tag match with uh, Angel Garza against Street Profits oh. because he 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 replaced um, Andrade, who was out for a while. Oh, okay. I don't remember that, but I didn't really watch Mania this year. No, it wasn't that special. But yeah, it was on. It was on TV for for a bit. Then he disappeared for the Speaking Out movement. Then he went onto NXT, and everything's fine. So, so um, so what are we giving it for a rating then? Uh, four point two five. Really enjoyed this match. Everyone I thought was pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's got to be a four point five. Yeah, it has to be. No, I can't. I can't give it. It'd be insulting to give it anything lower. It's a uh, Goldenham for me. I preferred Goldenham. it. Goldenham. Fucking Goldenham. It's the mixture <laughs> between... Fucking Goldeneye. Golden, oh yeah, Goldeneye. I should have just called it that. Mixture between gold and platinum. <laughs> I, I, I actually liked this match more than the women's war games. Yeah, I oh, don't blame you. I mean, it's it, a hell of a It was match. really good. It was really, really good. Uh, one, thing I sh- one thing I should mention about NXT TV was um, Gargano, Canis Ray... Uh, Austin Fury and Indy, uh, what's her name? Indy Blackwell. Yeah, Indy, Indy, Hart, like Indy Hartwell. Sorry, Indy Blackwell. <laughs> Indy Bakewell. <laughs> Indy Bakewell. They're now, <laughs> they're now called the the Way in a, a faction. The Way. Do you know the Way? <laughs> this is the Way. 
Mandalorian, great. You should be watching it. Well, Sasha Banks is in it, so should do. Yeah, it was a good episode, that as well. Um, I suppose before we get to the main event as well, you've got the announcement about the um, NXT show for the 6th of January. I think it falls on. Yeah. Yeah. So what's all that about then? Well, the first show of the new year, you've got to have something special about it, you know. What's it called? Uh, New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. And Does that mean evil to NXT confirmed? I was literally just going to say that, and I hope not. No, yeah, I hope not as well. Should we do it, boys? Because, I, I, spoiler alert then, this was my match of the night. Same. It was just, It's just so fucking good, this match. Honestly, it was so fucking good. So, yeah, well, it's a war games. There's not been a bad one yet. No, there hasn't. Yeah, absolutely. There hasn't. So, it was um, the Undisputed Era, obviously consistent of Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. Oh, hang on a minute. No, 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 no. No, no. come on, mate. You, you did it wrong. Adam Cole, baby. We all do it or we don't do it. Yeah. Adam Cole, baby. baby. And then Bob B, Big Rod, and <laughs> Kyle O. <laughs> Bob B, Big Rod, Kyle and Kyle. Kyle and Kyle. <laughs> and you've also got to do the boom. Rod to D. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Kyle. And Kyle oh. E. Kylie? <laughs> when did Kylie Minogue Kylie. join the Undisputed Era? <laughs> well, to be honest, I can't go out of my head. He's spinning them around, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you, you know you want to do the locomotive. <laughs> Fuck me, that's a faction I want to see. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, that's great, honestly. Yeah, so we've got McAfee, <laughs> Pete, Pete Dungood, um, Only Lorcan, and Danny Birch. They don't get nicknames. Who just, who, <laughs> who just so happened to be uh, the NXT Tag Team Champions. So you're telling me that Kylie Minogue had to go up against Danny Minogue? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly, right, this match was fucking great, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And Charlotte, can I just put in as well, though? It was 45 minutes dead on. Didn't feel it like was it. 45... It was a forty-five minute match, and yeah, it was it was it was bloody good. It was bloody good match. <laughs> it was it was it was really yeah. Like I think we'll just kind of go all over the place with it because I just want to sort of mention. Um, well, I want to mention what I thought of Pat McAfee's performance, and then see what you guys think because you can tell the guy's obviously still very green. And oh, yeah, for me, absolutely. it's more in his footwork. Like you can just tell, like the guys that have been doing it for years, they know where to put their feet at all times. Everything just flows together. He can be a bit more rigid and his feet were like together at a lot of the times and stuff. And it just, it looked a bit, you know, but his bumps, man, that was a standout for me. That oh. when he got pushed yeah. off of the top rope and he, he, he flew like to the other <laughs> side of the ring to go through that table. Yeah. <laughs> that was an impressive bump. The Swanton yeah, bomb. Yeah. You guys saying earlier about Io Shirai being caught when she was in that bin. No fucker caught Pat McAfee. I, I'm yeah. pointing at literally, caught. Yeah. Yeah. I was literally <laughs> going to mention that. Like he jumped off and it looked like he got caught, but you could just tell from the noise that he really didn't get caught at all. He just, like, it was a hell of a swan top. Like one, oh, yeah. one person probably broke his fall, but he, he did, really didn't get caught at all. He went, he's just splatted on it. And I, hell of a bump. <laughs> it was a hell of a, a risk to take when I, yeah. I feel like he probably didn't need to. Um, yeah, you know, credit where credit's due. You've got to give I watched that. his uh, match with Adam Cole again from TakeOver 30. It yeah, did. I was quite impressed with that, to be honest. It wasn't, you know... It, was it did right. a swan tarn onto Undisputed Era and some security, so that's kind of his 
big move, I think. Yeah, yeah. and it's cool. Breaks it out once yeah. in the match. That's good. It's uh, taking the Canadian Destroyer as well, or the uh, Panama Sunrise. Well, um, that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like the fact that um, he calls it a Panama Sunrise, but it really is just a Canadian Destroyer. Like, there's, there's absolutely no difference. Yeah, but he's not Canadian, so you can't, you can't call it American so, Destroyer, can you? Why? Well, then why haven't they changed the name of the German Suplex? Why is it just called the European <laughs> Uppercut, though? Well, what, what, well why is, Europeans can do, obviously. I mean, get with the programme. Why is anything called anything? Irish Rip, come on. Did you know that the um, the Irish Whip, fun fact for you, was once considered a high spot move? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you think to the, one thing I want to mention about, you talk about the Panama Sunrise. Were you pissed off like me that that wasn't the finish? It kind of mm. kind of kicked, he kicked out. It was weird that well, it was weird that I wasn't. I wasn't fussed really because I mean I I didn't mind how much longer it went on for because it could have just kept going and going for me. Yeah, like it didn't really bother me that. I much. didn't mind the finish itself, the knee drop on the chair, but I thought like something. There were things in between that I liked, like um the cr- the cricket bat. But do you know what I th- another thing I would thought of? Do you think it was going to be him, or remember when they signed Gronk? Oh yeah. Do you think that was going to be? Mm. Do you think that's going to be Gronk? Or do you think they were going to just put him on main roster? Gronk, Gronk was main roster. I think that was from the start, wasn't it? It was meant to be. But I'd rather forget about that, really. Yeah, well, fuck him, anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, fact- going back to your Panama Sunrise thing, yes, it was a bit strange because they also mentioned on commentary about how that's also won championship matches. Yeah. So I, I, I get it because it made like McAfee look strong, like you know, a big deal for kicking out of it. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, it did seem a bit odd. But then that's you kind of get used to that with NXT. They've got a lot of false finishes. The actual finish of the match, which you've already said, was uh, Carl O'Reilly's knee drop from the top rope, sort of like <laughs> middle of the ring, onto the chair and into Oni Lorcan's face, which pretty yeah. sure that's caused a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, it that, looked like it did, didn't it? But that, that should be a finishing move anyway. Like That should be a match ender, and it was. And it worked really yeah. well, I thought. But there's so much in this match that happened, though, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, like I said, with the cricket bat and... Um, Danny Burch is like, I don't like cricket. I think it's boring, but I love hitting people with a cricket bat. <laughs> He's right, though. Well, I love cricket, but yeah. that's just me. I love the commentary when it's like... Um, oh, I tell you what, Beth Phoenix had made a funny call when she said something about like... Um, oh, I can't remember what it was, but it's... He's, oh, that was it. He's nailing him from behind, and I went... <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> It was really nice to see Barrett on commentary, though, because yeah. obviously this is the first time I've seen him on NXT actually commentating. So He's doing a good job, and he? he did a good job with NWA as well. I think that's mm. what got him the gig. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Vic Joseph saying, like, he's swinging it like Casey Jones, and but never mind it. What was the... Um, so the dive then, obviously it was... Well, the big dive was McAfee, and we said... Um, I said it'd be Lorcan. Lorcan did some cool stuff, but yeah, it wasn't the big, big spot, was it? No. But... I think the big Tower of Doom was, was saved for the women's match. Um, mm. These guys hit like the cool kind of superplexes through tables and whatnot from like each corner of the ring and that as well, yeah. didn't they? It's, do you know what? The Undisputed Era are just like, you know how Hell in a Cell just became synonymous with Taker and Triple H? Mm-hmm. And like you know, ladder matches is the Hardys, Edge and Christian, um, you know, tables match the Dudleys. Like some people just have that match type that's just theirs. I feel like the War Games match really is Undisputed Era's match. Like I know they did. I can kind honestly of, see that. Yeah. yeah, I know they sort of did it in like a bit of a um, for the promo package that played before. But genuinely, I, I do. I think this is their match. This is their yard. 
And yeah. it's because of the time they've been, the length of time they've been there as a unit, as the Undisputed Era as well, even, you know, from when they were a three-man team. Because actually in the very first War Games match, Roderick Strong was in it, but he was teamed up with AOP. But that's yeah. when they yeah. did uh, uh, three teams of three, wasn't it? Yeah, it was them, uh, Strong and AOP and uh, Sanity. That sounds you how long ago it was. Yeah. Mm. And that was the match where um, Killian Dane looked like he was going to become a breakout star, but yeah, there's still time never, for that. Uh, yeah. It's never too late. Sometimes it's never yeah. too late, but I, yeah, this was um, not what we thought it would be Ash. Cause uh, well, at least it didn't seem that way. We thought maybe, you know, there might've been a turn or, you know, this could be the last one for, for undisputed error before going to the main roster, but yeah, doesn't look like really that is the case. I like, I actually like that Kyle got the pin. I'm just going to say that now. Yeah, because Kyle looks like if there's going to be another breakout star from Undisputed Era that isn't Adam Cole, Bebe, then Kyle is the man. And once again, going back to NXT TV that happened, it looks like Cole, uh, not Cole, um, Kyle is going to be f- doing a feud with um, Pete Dunne. Nice, that'll be good. Pete Dunne, Pete Dunne was a, like probably the, the standout in the match though. Aside from McAfee's stuff and the shit he got in, which was good. I'd say standout of the match was Pete Dunne. I don't know what you guys think. Um, I agree. Yeah, because the one thing I did like was McAfee. Um, the, whenever and when his team was going to come out, he would look like he was going to go out, but everyone was like, "Nah, nah, we've got this." And then he's like, "Yeah, sure." And I kind of, I kind of like the fact he didn't do that much. Really, he did the moonsault, he did the stuff at the top, but didn't didn't um, exert too much energy. And, it was worth no. it. He was like the cowardly heel, but would take the moment to show off his athleticism, yeah. which makes sense yeah. being a former NFL player anyway. So like it's, you know, I think it kind of tied in with this whole showmanship and, you know, it, it works. Because usually, you know, you don't want to see heels do flashy moves. But for him, I think it works because his character is that he is green to wrestling. Mm. You know, so it's, it's an interesting dynamic, but I think he did really well. But it was easily match of the night. Um, for me, at least, anyway, it, it's, it was you know it's difficult because there were three really, really, really good matches, but mm. it was a really good show overall. Do you think the yeah. right team won? Because um, this was unfortunately Jay, where you took your um, your second L because you thought you went for Team McAfee on this one, the Kings of NXT. Yeah, I think the right team won. Uh, well, we, like I said, like I said, my logic was the team that has the disadvantage always seems to Picks win. A- Picks up the win, yeah. yeah. Well, you weren't wrong, were you? No. It's like a being not on, this, not this occasion, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, in terms of what I'd give it, um, it was a golden um. <laughs> it was a golden um. um I'm going to give it a four point one five. Different, but nice. Just to be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you can do a four point one two one if you want. <laughs> it's up to you. Hell. No, that's just that's just going too far. <laughs> well, it's going too less, but you know. uh, I'll give it a four and a half. Uh, it just uh, to me, it had everything I thought a war games had uh, needed. You had the high spots, you had the hardcore stuff, like the tables. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I I think the best war games match for me so far is the one with Undisputed Era against Viking Raiders. <laughs> And um, Pete Dunne and Ricochet. That was a good one. The Ricochet. That's my, that's my favorite one. That's that's the one that sticks in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what made me think? You know how we we talked about the AEW uh, Impact 
kind of merging together. Mm. And you know that AEW wanted to do the, their version of War Games. Yeah. That's what yeah. that's what I think it's going to be if they ever get a chance. You know, I'm all for that, honestly. That would be really good. That'd be, yeah, that'd be amazing now. Because remember we were saying before, obviously that, you know, probably not going to do Inner Circle and the Elite anymore, are they? So, no. um, that would be a yeah. hell of a, hell of Team a Team Impact versus Team Elite, that'd be great. One thing I did want to say about going back. No. To, I was going to say that Bobby Fish <laughs> and Orny Lorkin have, uh, got, have had injuries and it looks like Bobby Fish has had surgery on the tricep. Right. Okay. That's not I, his first injury either. No. no. I didn't notice the fish injury, but the, Lorcan one was obviously like we said before the finish with the knee drop like when you know the music's playing everything the ref got the gloves out mm. and then Orkin was still like holding his face so I don't know was it lacerations to the face then? that's what it says and it also says on Wikipedia that Lorcan did need help going getting, back. getting back to the ring yeah uh, mm. out of the ring yeah okay that's quite worrying but I think with, that's the type of thing that will happen in the war games yeah. Again, though, it, you know, back to what I said before, I, it does, the earlier reports, I don't know if that's changed, but, you know, it seems to indicate that they won't miss any any TV time, but potentially, you know, mm. for understandable reasons, probably shouldn't be in the ring straight away. Maybe I need think to take it, a couple of weeks off. Yeah. I think that's right. On NXT, they did a segment of, like, um, everyone who had the War Games match was talking about their experience of that match. I think they should do that anyway, because when you've had a big match like that, even for Hell in a Cell, I don't think you should be on TV the next week. No, and if you if, are, then no. it should be in some sort of pre-tape promo. It's going back... It's, it's you want to sell the match type, don't you? Yeah. It's like on GM mode, isn't it? Whenever you had like a massive match like that, you would be... They, your wrestlers would be fatigued, and you'd have to keep them off TV for a while. <laughs> well, I meant more for selling the match type, but yeah, sure. No, but, I mean, <laughs> I mean, because, but, but you know what I mean, like, Oh no, I, I get what you're saying. I I think GMO is probably if see if they'd have stuck with it, you could have made it that good by now. Yeah. But you know, nonetheless, here we are. Mind you, Fire Pro Fire Pro Wrestling World's got a really good uh, promoter mode on it. Um, you know, for anyone who ever wants to talk to us about that game, because that's a fucking that's great. Drop yeah. a comment. Drop a comment. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, yeah. Ratings and overalls. Overalls. Well, Dexter Loomis overalls. <laughs> Well, for a show, for the show as a whole, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it's a... Well, you can't agree with it because you're doing trophies. Yeah, yeah no, it's a, it's, it's a gold for me. Um, that kind of like, I guess it's the same thing. It's a gold. And it's NXT, NXT's always really good. But it's just, yeah. yeah, the War Games match obviously made it. But mm. that triple threat, honestly, was my second favourite match of the night. Yeah, it's that they were one of the best... Probably, it's probably the best triple threat NXT WWE have done. I'm not sure if it's the best one overall. Oh, no, it was that's... really, really good. Out of interest, how do you think it stacks up against Full Gear? Well, it's different. Isn't I mean, it? seeing as any, any, yeah, but you know, well, NXT and AEW are supposed to be head to head. Well, personally, I enjoyed more of NXT matches, but I'd go for Full Gear because I'm an AEW fanboy. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't I probably need to watch uh, Full Gear again but I did like because I like the opener the main event was good yeah see, all of it see that's that's the thing I, well I didn't like the Hardy match against Guevara they're, they're both good I probably would have said Full Gear as well but I don't I honestly don't know but this is what I, I, I'm only asking the question because I'm still quite fascinated because I've been kind of talking about this a lot recently 
about how I don't feel like NXT and AEW should be going head-to-head because it isn't helping NXT, and NXT is a really good product. And this show, just from the get-go, like we said before, War Pigs, Black Sabbath, Cage is coming down, Pyro. It got me pumped for a wrestling show. Like, I was Mm. pumped for the show. And I don't know. I just don't think we need any... I don't think there needs to be a war. No pun intended. Like... (laughs) I genuinely think there's so much good wrestling out there right now. No, I agree. I do agree. I, I, I know. I know what you're trying to say. I agree. I, agree. I actually agree. You know, hundred percent with what you're saying. It, you know, it, there's, there's no need to be, you know, quote unquote, at war anymore. No. You know, you have got so much to watch. You don't. You don't have to be competing like that anymore. The big takeaway from war games, ladies and gentlemen, is that keep the war games between your own brand, because yeah. for the rest of us. It's peace on earth for pro wrestling. We have got one hell of a review. Well, I say a review. I suppose it's a review of the week's news. That's coming up this Saturday. We've got a big week this week. We've got you, we're giving you the review right now, which we really hope you've enjoyed. Then tomorrow, as of time releasing, because this is going to be out the same night that we've recorded it. Maybe. Oh, so tomorrow we've got Episode 20, and of course, episode 20 means only one thing. Top 10? It's a top 10! Episode <laughs> 20, top 10. Doesn't work that time, does it? No. You know um, what, though? To be honest with you, I mean, I can't believe that we've done 20 episodes already. It seems crazy, man. By the end of this week, we'll be at episode 21 when we give the, the well, the last weekly roll-up of the year, because next week... I can't believe it. It doesn't seem like we've done 20. <laughs> it does not at all. We've, right. we've absolutely flown through this. And then next week, we're going to be doing our... Um, well, we've got a, a nice surprise Christmas special episode coming up. Yeah. Uh, but we will be announcing that on the social media. So stay tuned for that one. And then, of course, the weekly roll-up is going to be slightly different next week because it's going to be our year in review. It's the last one we're going to be it's doing a, of the it's year. It's a weekly roll-up, a yearly roll-up. It's a yearly a roll-up. Massive, having a massive old roll-up this just, time. Just a big roll-up in 12 months. That's all it is. But, of course, our last um, podcast of the year is going to be the review for WWE TLC. So that's going to fall after Christmas. Um, but we're going to take a little bit of a break over that time. Not going to bring too much out at the back end of December. We've all got to spend time with our loved ones. That's right. Well, I do. That's why we do podcasts with you. Oh, oh Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> I think that's the nicest thing Ashley's ever said to me in I'm, about like the 15 years I've known him. I feel like... <laughs> God, is it 15 years? <laughs> that was the biggest face turn I've ever seen. Forget when Macho Man and Elizabeth <laughs> embraced at WrestleMania. Forget it. That's now number two greatest WrestleMania <laughs> moment in history. But even Hang though on, this whoa. wasn't WrestleMania, it should have not WrestleMania. Yeah, well, it is to me. You've just made today a WrestleMania. Yeah, that, that is a WrestleMania moment there. A round of applause for Ashley. Come on. Let's give it up. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't go back on it now, son. It's, uh, it's recorded. <laughs> you can't go back. This is it. It's yeah, going to be the signature. <laughs> three men, three men. That's why I spent it with you guys. <laughs> well, yeah, like Jay said it best, it's, it's kind of un, unreal, really, that we're, we're at this stage already. Um, Keep them coming in. We're aiming to hit 700 episodes by the end. 700 episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. We're going to hit 700 downloads. <laughs> by the I was going to say, fucking hell, man. We've only got December. another 680 to go. Fucking <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's another five years. 
downloads by the end of this month. We are really close. Currently at recording, uh, we're at 623. So, yeah, absolutely pumping them out. No, it's, um, it's fantastic. We honestly thank you. And again, if you're a new listener, we really do hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please come back for some more. Don't be shy. Get involved on social media. Not been as active on it at the, <laughs> at the minute, but um, again, you know, what we said, Christmas is coming up. Got a lot going on, haven't we? We're still writing our Christmas song, so that's that's going to be coming up probably next week. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know what's going on with that. I'm looking but, forward to it, really. <laughs> but again, if you're listening to us, you kind of already should know where to find us. But if you want a few more options, Jay, where can the good people go? Oh, you can find us on fucking top of your Christmas tree for a start. Yes, that's where we go. <laughs> Stick us on top. Three men, one foot. Six, three. Go up, go home tonight, right? I want you to tell your partner, tell your loved ones, tell your family that tonight you're going to stick three men on top of your Christmas tree and see how they react. <laughs> Must be a big fucking Christmas tree. It's got yeah, to be the old your nose. Three fucking big men. <laughs> Two big men and a big dick. <laughs> Boy, that's not well, nice. at least you are, well, that's it. You don't need no tinsel, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not snow on your tree. <laughs> oh my god right move this along then you dirty bastard right, yeah so you can find us on facebook instagram <laughs> twitter youtube spotify apple podcast google podcast amazon music alexa uh you can find us on um what was that other one audible grinder deezer um fucking tinder what the hell was that? Tweezers. That's, that's me <laughs> doing Stitcher. Stitcher. Oh, right. <laughs> Knitting needle. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on the back of Santa's sleigh as well. You can find us on fucking uh, that radio station on Jingle All The Way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can find us everywhere, really. If you have any comments on what you matched the night was or what you thought of the show just leave a comment on any of our social media and uh yeah thanks for the comments yep let us know also i'd like to say if there's a if you have a suggestion of any pay-per-views or shows you'd like to review in the future because i'd like to do something like that uh yeah for sure leave a comment i mean don't bother telling us the match car because actually you already know it hang on no ash we're, the, the people are going to tell you which strap matches to watch <laughs> do that as well yeah, thanks for listening, guys. It's been great again, as always. Um, catch you in the next one. Well, who are you? I'm Jay. Always have been. Always will be. And it's even better because I'm Christmas Jay now. Hey! Still Jay! <laughs> I went to sing um, Still Dre and I ended up with the MJF theme. So, yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> what, MJF? Oh, wow, there's so many it, puns. Well, I'm Ashley, so tough luck. And I'm rustling about in your Christmas tree. <laughs> On top of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm in your tree, but I'm fucking there, having a feeling up the old ball balls. Or as people <laughs> in the States call they don't call them ball balls in the States. What do they call them? I don't know. You tell us. Comment, comment below if you're an American. What do you call comment ball below. balls? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, thanks again, everybody. We are going to catch you tomorrow for the top 10 greatest WWE entrance themes instrumentals. See you then. Three men, three men. One ball, one ball. I did it, I did it for the people, for the people.